spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. This portion of the amazing program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right. Uh, you know, it's almost the end of the year. I'm not one of these guys that likes to do year-in-review stuff. Like, there's always these certain things that people talk about towards the end of the year, like Times Person of the Year. Let me tell you something. I don't give a crap who it is. It was Zelensky. Oh, did they already announce it? Yeah. See, I don't now even what, know. Now, two weeks ago. And by the way, that's a good, that's a pretty yeah, good choice. Yeah, it was a good, good choice. choice. Okay. I don't think anyone oh, was too surprised. That was two weeks ago. Boy, I suck. <laughs> Why are they even hiring me here at KTAR after 24 years? I didn't even know they that. They came out and they're like, uh, when are we going to announce this Wednesday? So the person of the year, it could be uh, Vladimir Zelensky, and there's about eight other people. So you're like, okay, that, uh, we kind of went with what's probably going to be that guy. <laughs> All right. Well, that kind of stuff, I don't know. I don't like to cover on the show. Really don't care. There is, there is one article, article uh, from Pew Research Pew. Center. So it's a survey about a few things that have happened this year. And I really think a couple of them are interesting. Can we roll through one of Let's these? do it. Okay. So it is, they, here's what the article, uh, the headline. Uh, striking findings from 2022. So, you know, that got my attention. And it got your attention, too. Absolutely. So we took a list. There's like a list of like, I don't know, they're like 14 things. And let's just pick out a couple. Striking findings from 2022. Um, you know, some of the stuff is about Russia's military invasion. Some of it's about Roe v. Wade. You know, it, it's even... Uh, uh, climate change. Uh, I don't want to talk climate change. Anyway, here's the first one. Roughly four in ten Americans say none of their purchases in a typical week are paid for using cash. This is something you brought up a couple days ago. People putting money on their credit cards. Yep, you talked to an economist yesterday. He kind of said the same thing. People are running up high credit card bills. Because when you're looking at the economy, the federal government's trying to slow it down. That's why the interest rate hike happened yesterday again. And so what they're trying to do is get inflation down. But the average American, so roughly four in 10, they're saying 41% of Americans say none of the purchases in a typical week are paid for using cash. That's, you know what? I bet if you ask most people, they probably don't even have cash in their wallet nowadays. Question though, do yes. they mean cold, hard cash as in the foldable kind? Or they it, might pay for it with a debit card, which is still a card, but not actual cash, cash. I think we're talking credit card. You think they're putting Absolutely. it on a credit card? Yes. Okay, yes. which yes. is huge. Yes. You're right, Becky Lynn. When you use a debit card, it just takes it right out of your bank account. It's, it's so still for me, quote that's, cash. That's cash. But it's still. But, it's still very sterile. When you have to hand somebody two, three, four hundred dollars, it, it hurts feels more. a little bit different. Yes, it does. Than when you swipe it and it disappears because you don't see any of that happen. There's some, no doubt. Some people say we'd all be better off if we did carry cash Absolutely. because then you'd be much less apt to just fling it out there. Well, it's easy to swipe your card. Yeah, and 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 you, you don't know, think about you it. You don't think about it, but when you actually give, you know. The cash over, you, you do think about it. Like so hold on to it a little harder. Sure. So, so let's talk about why this is happening. Uh, why are people using their credit cards more? Well, obviously, it has to do with inflation and gas prices. What we can tell you is both have gone down. They have. What'd you pay for gas the other day? Two seventy nine. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Under three dollars a gallon yeah. is what you paid. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So why do you think people are using their credit cards more? Is it's, it that? It's easier. And the other thing is, is they're trying to hold on to the disposable cash they have for the emergencies. This is a let me pay it now uh, and get it, and then I'll pay the rest of it off later kind of scenario, which is bad because the next bubble isn't going to be the housing bubble. It's going to be this. And this bubble is going to hit the financial market hard, yep. and it's going to be ugly. We are carrying more credit card debt. Every month, it's a new record of credit card debt, and every little itty tiny bit of interest rate that goes up, boom. We're not even, you know, I mean, you buy a dinner tonight, you're going to pay it off for the next year. Hmm. And rewards points. Yeah, Just well, that's saying. always fun. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're going through striking findings from 2022 Pew Research Center. Pew. They've shed light on some public opinion around some of the biggest news events of 2022. First one we've kind of tackled is uh, 41% of Americans say none of their purchases in a typical week are paid for using cash. Here's another one I find fascinating. And you know what? We kind of touched on it the other day. Uh, If recent trends continue, Christians could make up a minority of Americans by 2070. Okay. So I know that's, you know, we're looking at 50 years and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But what was the, what did we talk about the other day? It was, uh, you know, attendance. Belief in God. Was it, was attendance it, in church. Okay. Was it belief in God or was it people? It going, was both in, inside of the, inside of the, the report. But was it 46% of people now attend church? First time ever in Gallup's poll history since 1933, since they started doing that, that it, that they're under 50%. When they did it originally, it was over 70%. What's happening? What is happening out there where people are turning away from God and they're turning away from their church? Is it, I'm busy. I don't have time. Is it... It's not important. I believe in myself and I don't need to believe science, in anybody else. Science is come in and science is the God killer for some people that it's just impossible to think that there could be something else out there. And, and you know, it's there's a lot of different things. If for a younger generation, it is not inclusive and they care more about inclusivity and things of that nature. It's a, it's a lot of things. And yes, the busyness of the world is a part of it. But... They don't have an hour a week to go to church. It's mostly right? excuses. Though. Yeah. It's mostly excuses. Uh, I, re- I always remember this story uh, from one, uh, uh, one of the pastors uh, who's not there anymore, but he he started the whole thing over at CCV, Christ Church of the Valley, where I go. And it was a really interesting story. It was really interesting. He was up there. He was, you know, preaching and um, Don Wilson. He was telling a story about how his one of his kids was really good at a sport. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm giving you just the outs. I'm not giving you the exact story. Basically, this sport that he played, that his kid played, was going to take him away each weekend. And yeah. that would take him out of church. But this particular sport, it may have been like golf or something where you yeah. could get a scholarship and all this yeah. stuff. So the kid's really good. But it's like a traveling thing. You've got to go and you're not there on a weekend. And what the pastor said was, you know, you've got this amazing, amazing opportunity in front of you where you can really make something of yourself with this sport and you could be, you know, big and I can't let you do it because we go to church on Saturday or we go to church on Sunday. That's more important. That is the first thing that we do. And I I just remembered, I'm like, could you figure something out? Yeah, I would figure something out. But the point was we in this family, we put God first. 
and everything else comes later. See, but what ends up happening there is you've now pitted something that's probably his passion and love maybe in the now against God and church, which shouldn't be. So I, I had a buddy who was like that who ended up going into play Major League Baseball, and he uh, his parents wouldn't let him play baseball because they were Mormons. Church on Sunday, uh-huh. he traveled all over. He said, "No, I'm doing this," and 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 he goes, "This is just the way it is," because it became such a point of contention. And yeah. and it's one of those things where you got church on Monday nights now. You got church on on Wednesday nights. You got church in a lot of places on Friday. I would have found a church was like, hey, you're not going to go to our church, but you're still going to go to church. And they do well, something remember, on this Friday. Is, this is probably a while ago. Yeah. I, you know, this is probably 30 years ago, something like that. But I think what he taught his son is, hey, there's no greater thing than having a relationship with God. And that's what we're doing in this family. Uh, and from what I understand, that whole thing worked out just fine. But as we go back to what we were discussing... A recent trend, if it continues, Christians could make up minority of Americans by 2070. So I got to tell you, I actually like what the pastor did there because I don't think a lot of people would do that. I think that's a really bold move. That's showing your family what what you're really all about. And I don't know if I'd, like if somebody came to me and said, you know, if that was between Jack and I or something, I would have said, no, we're going to find out an alternative. God didn't give you this amazing gift for you not to be able to use it and mm-hmm. to because you could probably do more with it for good. Well, than, than that. So well, if I remember correctly, that. they figured out some different plan for the sport. Yeah. So they didn't figure out a different plan of going to church. They left that the way it was. Because that's back in the day when they only had Sundays. Exactly. They figured out something for the sport. So I think he still got to do it, but not in the same capacity. I just think nobody does that anymore. And that's why Christians could possibly be making up a minority of Americans in 2070. You got to figure out where your priorities are. And that pastor knew exactly where he and his family's priorities were. Well, he's a pastor, I should hope so. Yeah, made that bold decision. But are people making that decision? Are they saying, you know what? Eh, we'll skip church this week. Yeah, I got Cardinals tickets. Yeah. Eh, we'll skip it. Like I told my so church, it? I told my guys, look, the World Cup's on. And they're like, it comes on once every four years. I, 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 I'll I, be there otherwise. That's it. Once yeah. every four years. By the way, God God likes he likes football. I oh, know he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He loves okay. it. <laughs> so those were strike two striking findings of 2022. I thought it was pretty interesting. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. Hey, yesterday we were talking about the Great Wall of Ducey, you know, the shipping containers. And uh, so, you know. Like, still up, kind of, sort of? No, Cinema doesn't like them. She told us that last week. Nobody likes them. Well, I think the mayor of Yuma told us that it's useful, and he does like them. Yeah. And I, you make a good point. Does anyone really like them? Like, yeah. wouldn't you rather have a barrier that was actually built instead of stacking a couple things? Yeah, but I, I mean, get it. It's a makeshift. Nobody's like, you know what? I really, I, 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 I like the wall, but right. I really like the bad shipping containers. <laughs> and I said, it's all weird. The feng shui of it is off. They're different colors. Some of them are facing the wrong direction. It just drives me crazy. Anyway, uh, Deucey's getting sued by the federal government. That was that was yesterday. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, where, where did somebody stop? The building of the Great Wall of Ducey? Well, there's protesters. So remember we talked to David Hathaway. He's the sheriff in Santa Cruz County. Yeah. And he said, if they show up on my land, I'm going to arrest them. Well, there's protesters out at the border that are literally sitting where the next border uh, shipping container would go. Okay. And not letting them put them there. And they're basically the construction people are going home. Wow. Because they can't just put it there if there's somebody sitting there. 
You would think if you moved one of those shipping containers towards them, they would move out of the way. Now, don't you those, think? those are the kind of people that glue themselves to something. What do you mean they glue themselves? You ever seen those like those climate activists that go into like they throw something on the Mona Lisa and then they glue oh. themselves to hey, it? Was and, that the basketball game during the playoffs yeah, last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody they weren't, they weren't about climate change. Those weirdos were about uh, animal rights. Oh, because the guy that owned the Timberwolves oh. was uh, did some with animals. They, but like someone, this is what the new thing is to glue yourself to. Someone stuff. tried to get on the court and glue themselves to. to yeah. the the court, I thought. I thought that's mm-hmm. what it was, and I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, those they get, they get, you know, they chain themselves, they glue, because gluing seems to be the new thing. So, so these protesters are now saying we're protectors of uh, the borderlands. <sighs> All right, uh, I don't know what you do. Like, if you're if you do see and you see that there are protesters out there and they won't move out of the way, do you just say, you know what, no one's going to get hurt today. We're just going to turn around because I got a few days it'd left. It'd be a PR nightmare if someone got injured, right? I mean, I don't. I'm not really sure what you do. I, I probably, if I'm Ducey, do the same thing. I just turn around and say, "Okay, there's not a lot you can do." I put up enough of these uh, things. Yeah, the point was made, and they're going to have to take it down. And when that happens, the other point will be made. Right. And if next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have. 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people that wander through in several different places. There's another point to be made. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching something on social media. There was someone climbing up and down and over and up and down and over the shipping containers. And uh, it looked pretty easy. I'm not saying that I could do it at 49 years old, but I am in softball shape. If you want something bad enough, you'll figure out how to get over it. Don't give me that. You just poo-pooed that. You just looked at no, me I'm and just rolled saying, your eyes. You know, you know, no, because no, you can I'm climb on. I, I can do it. I a couple weeks ago. You don't think I could do it? No, you could easily do it. You think I could climb up one of these? Uh, Absolutely, you could easily do it. Could you do it? Yeah, I've got one in my backyard. You've got a shipping container in your backyard? Yeah. Did Ducey put it in the wrong he did place? not. We got our own shipping container. Why? Because we've got a bunch of stuff to, to, to you contain. You need a shipping container yeah. in your house. Yeah. In the back of your house, you have a shipping container. Yes. We have a massive you backyard. You have a strange life, man. You can drive an 18-wheeler through our backyard. It was built that way. Wise so, man. Steve's into my story. Can you, like, shoot a video of you trying to climb over it? Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see that. This thing's got, like, uh, it's already got the, the, like, little ladder thing on it. It has a ladder on the shipping container? Yeah, it's like one of those ones where it's like, it's, yeah. It's well, hopefully work. we didn't put those at the border. No, we did not. Although, Although I'm surprised they did. They might put elevators. We don't want anybody to hurt themselves. Because <laughs> you know it's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Are you sure your house isn't on the border? It is not. Okay. It's close-ish, actually. Oh, that's what I said. It's close-ish, but, okay. you know, this is not stopping anybody from doing anything. Okay. Protesters have stopped, at least in a portion of Arizona, the Great Wall of Ducey. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. Chad, are you ready to interrupt and react to the day's top story? Yes! It's time for holding up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Arizona's immigration crisis. Well, you heard it here, live and exclusively on KTAR today. This is a start 
to much larger conversation. Arizona senior U.S. Senator Kirsten Cinema is co-sponsoring an immigration bill that would extend Title 42 for one year. This is the Trump-era public health policy that stops migrants seeking asylum from entering the U.S., and it's set to end in less than a week. And we make major adjustments to the asylum system to reduce the incentives for folks to come to the U.S. without the intention of going through the legal process. She tells the Mike Broomhead Show her bill would also increase funding for Border Patrol and seeks to end the backlog of asylum cases and employment visa applications. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All right, you're listening. You're an Arizonan. And you heard exactly what Kirsten Sinema is trying to do. How could anybody be against any of that stuff? Yeah. Or is it just me? Because everything she's saying, I think, is what we should be doing. It's common sense. Right? Because you look at something, you say, it's broken. Well, what's the biggest thing here that's broken? Well, they need more money. All that stuff. Oh, by the way, this asylum thing is a joke. The catch and release is a joke. Why don't we fix this and let's go with that and then enforce some of these things? It seems like it's kind of common sense. Yeah. But maybe common sense isn't what it once was common. She wants to title 42. Let's leave it for a year. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, asylum. Let's change some of the laws. And, and so there's not such an incentive to come here. Yes, let's do that, too. I think if you changed the asylum law, who's against that? You you I, basically don't even need Title 42. Open borders people are against it, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, Border Patrol, let's give them a raise. Who's against that? Let's get them the tools they need. Let's hide our back office so when they pre- people in, those people can process them and then go back out and do their job. We're holding up the headlines. Arizona's rising real estate. As housing costs rose in the city of Phoenix, many residents struggled to keep up, leading to an increase in economic homelessness, according to Mayor Kate Gallego. Now, during a discussion on the fiscal outlook for states and cities, Gallego explained the $396 million from President Biden's American Rescue Plan can help offset costs. For ARPA, we are disproportionately putting that towards housing costs and costs related to homelessness, which has been a real challenge for us. We've seen people who are working full-time struggle. The city is going to focus on short-term crisis housing and supporting high-need populations. Yeah, the thing I would do is take that money, put it straight into mental health and drug addiction and actually have some uh, some some actual real measurable things that are out there so we can measure. Last year, I was looking, I, was, I did something in California, $7.2 billion was spent in California alone. They got nothing done. Nobody got off the streets, really. It grew. Uh, we, If we're going to throw money at stuff, let's be common sense mm. says let's try this because what we've been doing ain't working. We're holding up the headlines. Roughly 60 condos have been severely damaged after a broken pipe flooded a three-story complex near 94th Street and Thunderbird in Scottsdale. KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the news center and has the details. More than 80 people have been evacuated from the complex following the flood. Dave Folio with the Scottsdale Fire Department says some don't even know yet. Some people are at work. They had already gone to work. They're going to come home, unfortunately, to a lot of workers on scene, a lot of water, and and they don't know what happened yet. He says the pipe broke in the attic, causing the flood to damage all three floors and even pour into power outlets. Folio says power and water have been shut off to the building. The cause for the broken pipe is not yet known. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. They are sneezing there. Did you guys hear that? I, I heard a sneeze. Did you guys hear a sneeze? Yeah. yeah. Chad, did you hear a sneeze? I heard a sneeze. Was that you, Becky? Was no, that was live? Is that a live sneeze? Well, it probably was in the newsroom. So in the newsroom, someone sneezed during that report. Mm-hmm. 
We must investigate. Yes. We must get this done. Yeah. I don't think it was Colton. Yeah. No, I'm he looking was out talking. There. All right. It was not Colton. All right. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, get on that. I want to know who sneezed in the middle of that report. I'm being told that Colton coughed in the middle of the report. Was that a cough? Oh, okay. It didn't sound like a cough. Did he cover his mouth? <laughs> I'm being told yes. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Schools in about half of states are switching to four-day weeks, dropping either Monday or Friday. ABC's Alex Stone says it's all about finding ways to entice staff to stay on the job. From Arizona to Texas, and now this week, Missouri, increasingly school districts are deciding to go to four-day weeks, extending each of the four days by about a half an hour to make up for the fifth day off. Missouri's largest school district deciding this week to do it to keep teachers and bus drivers from leaving. Independent Schools Superintendent Dr. Dale Hurl telling ABC News. This is all about uh, attracting and retaining staff. And while it may help with staff retention and students seem to like it, it does create child care issues for parents who can't work from home. Alex Stone, ABC News. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, let's see. Casa Grande Elementary Schools have moved to four uh, uh, four day school weeks. Did I say that right? Yeah. OK. Uh, let's see. Where else? We were talking about this uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Buckeye Goodyear. Some of those districts are shortening its school week to four days. I don't know, man. Uh, there's some good and bad. We have such a teacher shortage. If this actually keeps teachers there. I, I think as a parent, I'd like my kid to have a good teacher for four days. Yeah. Then, you know. Then then not, have, right? uh, yeah, then lose good teachers. Right, or right. To, but what do you do with your kid on a Friday or a Monday? That's the big thing, because they're talking in some places, it might cost up to $14 a month for a kid. Well, if you make three grand a month and you've got two kids, 2800 bucks going to child care, Ooh. you're making $200 a month after everything. That ain't going to work long term. Holding up the headlines. One more, and it's important. Merry Christmas, darling. Turns out many men are notorious for waiting until the last minute oh. to get their Christmas shopping done. So that is according to oh. a new survey <laughs> from the savings website, Coupon Birds. Guys, this is important. Sorry. One in three Arizona men, one in three admitted they wait until Christmas Eve to buy their partner's presents. On the other hand, 24% of women were guilty of the same festive panic buy. So she's still alive? No, she is not still alive. She's dead? That is not breaking news, guys. Okay. Oh, gosh. That woman who just sang that song is dead? Yeah. You've ruined my day. <sighs> who was Jados, Even you knew that. <laughs> Come on. You're who not, is it? I, 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 I Karen Carpenter. Yeah, Karen mm-hmm. Carpenter. She was hungry. Uh, uh, the, the <laughs> I don't get it. What, is that? what does that mean? I don't get it. What is that? I don't get it. <laughs> Becky just gave me. She laughed so hard, and now she's mad at me for making for her making laugh me hard. laugh. I That's don't get Karen it. Karen Carpenter hungry? died of anorexia. Oh, Chad, jeez. <laughs> and she was the one that kind of brought that condition, disease, oh, you know, to light I, I, in America. We didn't really know anything about it until I should have just Carpenter let that died. one go. Yes, yeah, you just, should have. But the fact that you don't even know that is amazing. I know what I need to know, Junior. <laughs> Did you do you buy Christmas presents on Christmas Eve no, for I'd your like wife? Not, I'd like, like to. if not for my wife. Usually the kids, we miss something, we got to run out and get it. Oh my God, we didn't get batteries, or we didn't, you know those kind of things. But no, I I like to get my stuff done several days before. Yeah, well, you know you're what? In the minority. Here's the thing, though, they still deliver. You can get stuff done a week before, easy, and you're still getting it. They guarantee the delivery before Christmas. You'd be fine. Here's one thing I do do, though. A lot of times I don't shop. I start my shopping until the day after my birthday because I don't feel it's fair. Your birthday's December twentieth. Twentieth. I want to start my. Sh- I want to get through. Like I'm already buying presents for other people. I haven't enjoyed my birthday. Mm. Okay, fair enough. As long as it's not on the twenty fourth. Yeah, no, it's not. All right, that'll do it for holding up the headlines. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. Ah, America, America, America. I know what the problems are. We got the top problems. 2022 that Americans are struggling with and what they blame. (laughs) Okay. Number one, start there, government. The vast majority of Americans believe government is the top problem in the United States of America. This is from January to early this month, the results. Inflation, number two. Economy in general, three, which is bizarre. Immigration, unifying the country. COVID, race relations. It goes all the way down. And I continue, you know, like Steve and I were talking about this, the wise man earlier. He goes, government? I said, yeah, because here's the thing with government. Number one issue. Number one problem in America. Number one problem in America. All the other issues... Everybody blames government on. That's uh, it. COVID, uh, unifying the country. Poverty, homeless. Economy, inflation. Yeah, everybody blames the government. Yeah, right. abortion, ethics, So it all morals. starts with the government. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. are we ever happy with the government? No. 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 I always want the government, get out of my way. How do you think we were built as a nation? We weren't happy. We're like, wait, you want us to do what? Pay you what? With no representation? That's a hard no. We're going to start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then out of that, we were born. We're going to start a fight. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, we're, we're inherently, we push back. Yeah, but here's the other thing. We're the ones that are voting for these dopes to go in and try and fix the problem. That's the other side of it. Right? We're, we're partially to blame. Well, that's true, but also bad candidates. Yeah. Bad candidates, man. Sometimes you're like, you're looking at the candidates that you got in front of you and you're like, this is garbage. Yeah. We haven't had good candidates. I mean, I don't know, in years. You know, Trump, Hillary, really? Trump, Biden, really? But By the uh, way, just to give you an, an example of what this looked like normally, uh-huh. from 2021... Government was number one. COVID was number one in 2022. Well, that's... Government 19, 18, 17. The economy showed up in 2016. Then government again. And then from 2008 to 2013, obviously the economy was a big, big deal because of what took place with the, the collapsing of stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's 2001. Terrorism. You know, it, right. it changed. But government's oh, yeah. always one, two, or three. <laughs> well, if you look, we're looking at 2022. Mm-hmm. So the number one issue Americans have pro- a problem with is government. But you also said inflation, economy, immigration, unifying. If you look at COVID, yeah. which is right after that, uh, COVID did not help us unify the country. No, it it divided us. Yeah. Uh, COVID has made the immigration issue a, a mess. We're talking about Title 42. COVID, you know, we had to we had to crush our own economy that was rolling I mean, it was rolling. People that didn't even like Donald Trump are like, might have to vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. This economy is awesome. People that couldn't stand him were like, we should probably hope for uh, a recession so we can get him out of there. That's how, or, how much. Or it's the other side. Trump derangement it's, syndrome. It's was. the other side. I don't like Trump. Man, this economy is uh, really good. I may have to vote for him. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't so, want to slow this thing down. Right. So if you look at COVID, COVID screwed with all this other stuff. Yeah. Inflation, economy, uh, the border. Uh, unifying the country, all it did was split us in half. Yeah, absolutely. COVID split us in half. I thought we'd be much more unifying during a pandemic. It was the last thing I ever saw coming. And uh, no, no, we didn't get along. No. Got politicized. If you go back and look at the uh, uh, the Spanish flu, the, epi- the pandemic back then, we weren't very unified either. We fought then. I think it's in our nature to fight. Yeah. To push back. We do not like being told oh, what I to get, do. And I get that. I, I totally get that. No one wants to be locked down. No. Of course not. But 
you know, I always say at the beginning of the pandemic, what else could we have done? We didn't know what we were dealing with. Uh, and I'm glad that Arizona did not lock down for as long as other places. Yeah, absolutely. I think right. that's that's a huge, you know, it's a huge, I mean, yeah, it's, it's huge, huge, huge. But yeah, once again, government though, see it because I get everybody blames all the other things on government. At the end of the day, it's all government's fault because government got in the way, and for some people, government didn't do enough. Right. Yeah. What we're seeing now, right? Like you know, we look over and you're like, government's not doing enough at the border. Not they're not doing anything. Yeah. All right. So pretty at interesting. All, Anything at all. It's the top problem for Americans in 2022, and it is our government.